Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Have to like him, but you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. Happy Easter Sunday, everybody. Uh, later on uh, today, you're going to be hearing from Derek Bars. He's the father of, or he was the foster father, foster parent of two kids. He and his wife, Frances, were foster parents of two kids in Hamilton before the kids were removed because the Bars, who are devout Christians, wouldn't tell the children that the Easter Bunny is real. The story's been... Um, talked about over the last couple of days, and I had an opportunity to speak with Derek Bars yesterday. We're going to play that back for you and then ask you a question about uh, what you will have heard. And doctors committing suicide. Uh, doctors are committing suicide at the rate of one a day, and that's an alarming situation. And we're going to be speaking to a Canadian psychiatrist a little later on, Dr. Michael Myers, who's written a book about the uh, issue of doctors taking their own lives. It's called, Why Are Doctors Killing Themselves? And uh, so we'll talk to Dr. Myers about that. That's coming up. Poll, a national poll in this country by Angus Reid, the Angus Reid Institute, shows that Canadians prioritize border security uh, over aid to those crossing into Canada illegally. Now, we talked to uh, Shachi Curl at um, the Angus Reid Institute, she's the executive director there, uh, not so long ago about border security and the attitudes Canadians have about the border. And the question at that time was, when the weather gets warmer, are the numbers going to increase, people entering Canada from the United States illegally, and what's that going to do to public opinion? Shachi, what have you found out? What was the question that you asked people this time around? And thanks for joining us. Hey, Roy, happy to, happy to be here. Happy Easter to you uh, and, and uh, Holy Weekend to those who are celebrating uh, from many different faiths. Indeed. Um, Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, there is a palpable concern uh, among a, a significant number of Canadians, uh, nearly half of them, who uh, are of the opinion that as the weather uh, turns and gets a little bit better, uh, the trickle, the, the, the one and two and maybe a few dozen crossings that we're seeing uh, in places like Emerson and, and uh, at the Quebec border at, at La Colle, uh will either increase quite a bit or become a flood. Now, whether or not that's based in, in any knowledge or any sense of, of, of um, or simply a sense of worry or fear or, or call it what you will, uh, that is the feeling that's there. Uh, and it's, it's coming from somewhere. I can't speculate where it's coming from. Canadian knowledge of it's climate. It's what people feel. It's Canadian knowledge of climate. 
Well, it's Canadian knowledge of climate, but, uh, but you know, I, I think, hey, I, I'm a statistician. I, I watch the trends. So, you know, for me, uh, if something is happening now, there, we, can, we can infer or maybe make some predictions as to what will happen in the future, but we can't say we know that. And I think the Canadians also have to recognize that they can't necessarily know what's happening. Maybe U.S. border enforcement on their side will crack down. We don't know, but clearly there's a fear. There yeah. is a fear. What was the question that, uh, that created this 72% response uh, overall? The, the concern is about the border, not so much about the people crossing it, about the yeah, welfare the, of the people crossing it. It's a, it's a security risk issue, mm-hmm. and that is something that we've seen Time and time again, uh, when it comes to the question of newcomers and uh, particularly refugees coming into the country, we saw this uh, nearly nearly two years ago, fully a year and a half ago, uh, when the Trudeau government in its early days said, well, you know what, we're going to settle 25,000 people within you know, a, a six-week time period, basically between October at the time they had won the election and the end of the year. Uh, people were very freaked out about that. When those timelines were relaxed and more of an emphasis was put on security screening uh, in order to sort of go slowly, slowly, gently, gently in, a, in order to get all those 25,000 people uh, settled, Canadians also relaxed. And they said, okay, as long as we're taking the time to ensure that we're vetting people properly, that the people coming in don't pose any kind of security risks, that, that they don't have uh, any shady backgrounds that, that might threaten public safety in our country, we're fine with this. And clearly the question here as well is one of security. It's not so much that Canadians don't want to take a leadership role uh, or set an example for the world in terms of, of how we uh, how we treat and 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 deal with uh, those seeking uh, refuge at our at our borders. In fact, Canadians do say they want to be an example of the for the world, but they are as concerned about the threat posed by the arrivals. Um, as they are uh, sort of motivated by an opportunity to help the people. And so they're very torn. Canadians are very torn. They're experiencing some uh, amount of existential threat. On one hand, they're concerned about security. On the other hand, they genuinely are motivated to want to do the right thing. Now, we don't and know. The people who are crossing now from the United States, crossing illegally, we don't know if they're actually genuine refugees. We, we can surmise that they may be, but we don't know until they're actually dealt with by the IRB. Well, and, and there is a sense of, of division on that question in the minds of Canadians. Um, you know, there, there is a sense that uh, for a, a plurality of them, about 40%, that they think that, well, the majority are genuine, uh, but, uh, but a good number also think that, you know what, the minority are, are actually genuine, and some are just sort of being opportunistic. Uh, whether or not that's true, again, it's got to be dealt with by the IRB. What happens sometimes in, in a vacuum of information, because now the people who have come in, they're into a very long, slow process of hearings and applications and processing and all of that, is we don't actually know what the outcome is. We don't know if the IRB will then turn around yeah. and say, no, these people have uh, genuine, legitimate concerns and they should be here, or whether they don't. We're not going to know that for, you know, now, up, the, to, the up IRB, to several months. The IRB process is extremely slow, yes. and then it's open for many appeals and lots of di- lots of disagreements. Uh, maybe not so much now, but in the recent past, there were lots of strong disagreements between people on the IRB itself. So it created a great deal of confusion. Is there a message here for the federal and provincial political leaders? Does this poll 
urge them to make a decision or take a direction or address Canadians? What's, uh, what's the message for them? Well, we certainly don't advise or take a position ourselves. But what I would say is this, is this, again, is consistent with Canadian opinion on the refugee question. So, you know, if there is any advice to be taken, it's, it, it would be to don't pull Canadians along too far, too fast, and in any particular direction, because people are very torn on this question, and they are, are left to make decisions and form opinions within a vacuum of information. So you know what? If you want people on side, you've got to communicate with them and demonstrate why why those coming in are or are not uh, people in need of Canadian help and support. And uh, and on the other hand, you know, uh, they've they've got to recognize that there is a concern around around risk. Shachi, thank you so much. I always enjoy talking to you because, um, with all due respect to the other pollsters I speak with and I speak to a few, you're the most interesting. <laughs> Don't let them hear you say that. Well, I think I just did. I know. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time. <laughs> Thanks, Roy. Take care. Take care. Shachi Curl from uh, Angus Reed, the Angus Reed Institute, the executive director. So, just reading from the uh, actual release from uh, Angus Reed. Asked whether their country should put more emphasis on assisting the new arrivals walking across the border in places like Emerson, Manitoba, and La Colle, Quebec, or on monitoring and patrolling the border to deter future crossings, nearly three-quarters of Canadians prefer a focus on border security. The public is far from united in its views on this issue, however. There are deep divisions, particularly along generational and partisan lines, over the legitimacy of the refugee claimants crossing the border and confidence in the federal government to identify and deal with any newcomers oppose, uh, who pose a threat to Canadian security. So there clearly is a very strong concern about people entering Canada illegally. And there is a concern that as the weather warms up, and we've said this before, we've heard it said before, that as the weather warms up, there's a concern that the, the trickle of people entering the Canada illegally from the United States is going to turn into a stream and possibly a flood. And the only thing that's going to tell whether that's going to happen is time. But if the politicians in Ottawa sit on their hands and do and say nothing, well, then the frustration levels or the, the questions without answers will continue to rise. There's also a concern about what Justin Trudeau said when, uh, when uh, Donald Trump's first ban of citizens of seven uh, Middle East and North African countries was introduced, and, uh, and uh, that concern had to do with, I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> uh, it will come back to me, but there, there is a, there's a real concern about, about our border security. The concern was that Justin Trudeau stood up and, and, and tweeted that all refugee claimants from those countries, or people who consider themselves to be refugees, were welcome to come to Canada. There was strong opposition to that, certainly on social media. So my number is 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. And the question is this. Do you have, are you of the opinion that Canada has to put more stress on border security and keeping people who are entering Canada illegally out or immediately assessing whether they're a risk or not of any kind? Or do you think that's of secondary importance? Do you think it's more important to look after people who arrive in Canada 
from the United States, crossing from the United States, and provide them with what they need as they make refugee claims. 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Is it more important to assist people who are entering Canada illegally, or is it more important to patrol the border and, to quote from the Angus Reid um, poll, to deter future crossings? It's all right to have an opinion. And mine is, what I, have, I have great empathy with people who are refugees. I don't know how many of these people who are entering are, in fact, refugees, and that's why the IRB has to make a, a determination quickly and not sort of putter around slowly, as they've been known to do. I don't want to see people harmed, but I don't want to see people entering our country who are potentially dangerous to Canada either. And so we need to, sh- to, to, to stiffen up the Canadian border, in my view, and people who are entering from the United States are already entering from a safe country. That's what the Safe Third Country Agreement is about. And so I would be inclined to say, we're going to detain you now. We're going to assess your case now. And we will determine your status within pick a, number, pick a date, three days, five days, seven days, whatever it is. Because if it's not done now, if the numbers of refugee claimants increases dramatically and the system is slow, people are just going to become even more frustrated. 800-263-2428. Where's your focus? Border security or looking after the people who are claiming refugee status? We'll come back and talk.